Welcome back in the closet for part two of keeping your relationship popping, as Ange would say, <laughs> or is it popping? And it's what? What is something about not being boring? Yeah, it's to that? keep your relationship popping. And we're going through things that we did a we did the first one, which was the first. I don't know, several points in how to keep your relationship from not being boring. Or maybe it's boring and it's going to help you quit being boring. Right. I don't know. We're going to jump into this. She's going to read things out loud and then we're going to comment on them this, like we do on the podcast sometimes. I'm explaining things very... Yeah, you really are going overboard with it. Very, okay, so very good. We went through one through seven on part one of this. And this is part two. We're starting with eight. So number the number eight way, you, what thing you can do to keep your relationship popping is play (laughs) play games in your relationship okay all right now we're talking when it it comes to how to fix a boring relationship games can really help not talking about being manipulative in your relationship i'm talking about a little healthy competition that can help spice up your relationship and make it more fun board games and card games card games work well but this works best with games geared towards your health. Okay. So they're saying buy a Fitbit and do a competition about what we did that. Remember we It's not good. We it's not bad. No, it's not bad, but for us for sometimes us, things aren't some things we don't compete we shouldn't compete in. I agree. I agree. And I mean, it gets out of control. It does get out of control. But people are doing stupid stuff. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you're up. Yeah, well I'm I'm going down to get another glass of water, and really I'm in the garage doing jump jumping jacks, <laughs> freaking at, at, at 11:30 at night. I think games are fun. I mean, this for instance, what we are doing with our podcast, what we are doing with with TikTok. TikTok is kind of a type of game. I mean, just like before we started this podcast, before we got our showers. We went outside and recorded a TikTok together. It was fun. We laughed. We joked. We had to get creative with each other. We had to get creative. You know what I mean? So you're together doing the thing. And it's kind of like a game. And that's what I tell my... We've talked about this before. It's fun. So I tell my friends when they're like, you're doing TikToks? You know? Yeah. It's fun. It brings us together. We've already talked about that before. Somebody brought up just on our live that we're doing the water competition. And we did do that with our drinking the water. Those kind of competitions are cool. Um, but playing just outright games is fun. Jeff and I play cards a lot of times. We'll throw on some music. We'll get out the cards. We'll play Tonk or we'll play Rummy, which he kills me every single time in Rummy. Um, straight pimp sometimes cards. we put bets with them. You know what I mean? Like whoever we, we wins, do whatever. We bets too. Like we, they might be to spice things up like that. That way you're like, okay, yeah, you win. That we're gonna just to spice up maybe the sexy side of your life, right? Because don't go too far into that yet. Because I'm not, but you got to get creative sometimes to keep the the flame off off low and medium. You got to keep it popping. Or just the pilot light. You got if you got just the pilot light going, it might you got to do something to get that pilot light lit up a little bit. You got to have that spark, and you got to put it up at medium high and let that thing boil. That's, that's, you gotta let that relationship be on boil. That's that's intense, but I like somebody, it. I like it. Somebody here um, on our live says that they play. Her and her husband play uh, cornhole or washers. I don't know what washers are. We'll ask you later. I love new games, we, so that sounds like something I want to know about. We do. We we like the cornhole. 
Ladder golf. Ladder golf or ladder ball is my favorite thing to play with him. But we do get a little competitive, but it's not unhealthy competitive, I don't feel like. Oh, not at that stuff. No, no, not at all. It's flirty. It's fun. Cornhole's fun. I need some cornhole boards. Well, my dad was going to make them. We just got to get it going. Um, So games, yeah. Games are fun. Games are great. And it's not necessarily... We're not talking about family game night. That's something entirely different. That's totally different. It has different. to That's, be just the two of you. Yeah, you're trying to strengthen or, well, yeah, you're trying to strengthen your relationship, but you've recognized that it might be a little stale. Right. Which is normal, I think, at well, certain maybe. points. Or, and, and you just got to be careful how you bring it up. Go uh, go out and play some games. And the, you know what we did one time? Like, we went to Sky Zone. Remember? Oh, we did. That was a blast. That was fun. Go to places that you don't normally do. Go. This kind of piggybacked on one that we talked about the other day was was do creative dates, which I guess this kind of goes into that. But I, I was I just was thinking about activities that we do that was not normal. Like I've been golfing with him. I, I'm not allowed to play golf with him because I'm too loud. But I, I drove the cart. He I would let golf. you. I would let you do it again. Um, I'd give you a second chance. Oh, thank you. Just stupid stuff like that. You know what I the mean. The back nine was fun so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, number nine, start. This is, this is, this is good. You guys, I think this is really important. Start sexting. Now I know, I know, I know when you start out that you're like, what, uh, start sexting. It says number nine, uh, stop using texts to talk about important dates and what you need to pick up from the grocery store. It's time to start using it in a way that makes your relationship less boring and much more scandalous to the point that you will scandalous. turn on an all on all security features in fear that someone will see what your partner has sent today. Why do you think we have privacy screens? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. And we have we use WhatsApp for our If I get a WhatsApp, I know I'm like, "Oh, this is good." Right. Usually it's not get this from the grocery store. That's on Messenger. But if I get a WhatsApp from Wifey Fire Wifey Fire, right. fire, fire. Right. Then it's usually, I'm like, ooh, a little tingle. I'm like, okay, yes. something's up. Um, we do use uh, we do use WhatsApp when the relationship goes that way. We have certain emojis that we send to each other that sign that the, the talk's going to go that way. I send that emoji. We take it to WhatsApp. There's levels. And there, yes. We do this often, and it has really helped. And people will say, why do you have a privacy screen on your phone? You need a privacy screen? What are you trying to hide from me? You know, I'm not trying to hide anything from him. I'm trying to hide what he sends to me from everybody else. <laughs> so, it's not me. It's not me. I don't send me. Uh, uh, oh, shut up. Um, and, but, but seriously, that, the thing, that's, it's, but there's a level you get to where you're comfortable in talking about fantasies and getting into certain things with your spouse without having a lot of jealousy or it turns into something hot that leads to good stuff. Right. But my, the weird thing is, is when you're in a relationship and, and the, the thing you're scared about the most is not your wife getting a hold of your phone, but your kids. Right. Because of the, what's might be on there for your wife. Right. Um, Um, I totally agree. At first, I'm having trouble with my phones. Uh, time out. At first, it's a little strange. 
and a little weird, right? Because you're, you're a little bit insecure about it. And you're like, at first I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, but then you get the hang of it and you get like what comes out of it. And it gets easier, right? Yeah. And then it gets fun. And then we like set, set little challenges. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of fun. So Yeah, those are fun. Like this week we have to try to do this. Like I, I challenge you to do this before, like within three days. Right. And it might be hook up outside somewhere. It might be just doing one simple act. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, I don't know. For us, it works because challenging her is like automatic go. Like we thumb wrestled like earlier in the week. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? There, we're not, we're not going to, we're not, we haven't had a, uh, it's been a while since we've had seen anything like back to back session. You right. know, like two nights in a row, like back right. to back. It's not it's not abnormal to do three to four a week, something going on. But I was like back to back. And so, of course, that night, I didn't have to say nothing. She was like. Because it was like, it was a challenge. It's kind of it- like a challenge for, like I cha- I even said that. I was like, I, cha- I you know, I got a little challenge for you. You know, you can fail if you want. It's no big deal. I know we just did something last night, but. You know, we haven't done back to back. We haven't got back to back in in a while. And he, you know, it's like you could, you don't. It's a challenge, and he knows I'm going to take it because I do challenges all the time. But it, it just says texting romantic and sexy words and pictures back and forth will help you put the spark back in your relationship in a few ways. Um, it will it will remind you how exciting your partner can be. It will remind you how dirty they can be. It will help you focus on other things besides the boring part of your relationship. We all have boring parts of our relationship. It will keep you guessing about the what, about what they are going to say next. If you're not sure where to start, think of something that you wouldn't normally say to your partner, but you would love to tell them. This will come to a shock to them and be far more far fr- far from mundane. As you get better at it, you will find yourself really turning up the heat, and that's what I was saying. It, you'll you'll find yourself like okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? You'll get it together. I remember I remember starting this this stuff like back in. It was our probably early to mid 30s when when Ange I don't know I think it's it's normal for ladies to kind of lose their inhibition or get a little more confident in their libido you know ramp up a little bit in their 30s and the kids are getting older she's working out and getting in better shape and feeling better about herself and I remember just getting into these conversations where we talk about stuff like this stuff I wanted to tell her that I didn't want to tell her you know because I and stuff she would tell me that I was like, what? And it it was unbelievably exciting just to talk about stuff. Especially with her, like the stuff that I would say to her or things that we would do. Like that five years earlier in her 20s, she would be like, feel weird about it. And like, give me a hard time maybe. Like, right. you really want to talk about that? You really want to do that? That's odd. Like, that's mm-hmm. weird. But... Well, also... Like thumb wrestling. (laughs) Also, um, with texting, sometimes you say... It's easier to say things, right? It's easier to type something seductive versus sitting here face-to-face saying it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier for me to text certain things. Um, 
than to say them. So we're, we live in a good time where we have the phones and we're able to do that, right? Yes. So I, I think that's true. So if you don't do it, if you think it's weird, if you think it's gross, if it's with your significant other, just do it. You'll find that it's actually pretty fun. Okay. All right. Number 10. It says, embrace the arguments. Instead of being upset about disagreeing with your partner, embrace the arguments you have. Don't hide it away and avoid talking about things that matter. Being able to sit down and discuss your differences openly is what separates the boring relationships from the passionate relationships. This is so very true. Um, This is not an excuse to argue all the time, but when the arguments happen, and they will, you can look at it from a different perspective where you have a chance to debate something. You can also separate yourself from the perfect fairy tale romance that can make everything boring, which is true. That is true. Uh, we do that all the time. We have, um, we have friend. Well, sometimes they start out as friendly debates, and then they end up as like, fine, whatever. Let's just agree to disagree, and that's fine. That's, that's going to happen. Um, if you think that your relationship is messed up because you don't agree all the time. That's far from the truth. I think it's the other way around. I think, I think if you're agreeing all the time, somebody's submitting. Yeah. Somebody's submitting and faking it and not, and then that builds resentment because I've done it, you've done it early on in a relationship when we're younger. Because I grew up thinking that. I thought everybody has to agree, everything, and it's not true. She did, Like she said the other day on one of my lives, some of the things you say, some of the things you believe, some of the things you talk about, if I wasn't married to you, I wouldn't like you when you talk about them. Right. So... She didn't agree with those. But guess what? That's the way I believe, and that's the way I think, and she right. doesn't have to believe that right. way. She shouldn't have to think that way. Right. And it might make her mad that I do, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Well, and that goes back to part one. Uh, one of the points was embrace the other person's uniqueness. You can't change people. Which, and we're not going to talk about that again. We've already talked about that. But definitely embracing your disagreements and your arguments. You can learn from each other. You can build on it. You can turn it into a positive. It doesn't always have to be a negative. Um, but there, there is something about debating as an adult that is, because there's, there's a lot of topics that he and I don't agree on necessarily i think you're smarter if you make friends with people who disagree with you i think you get smarter if you find people that don't fall in line with you and you it's just when everybody agrees on everything when you find a group of people that won't challenge each other don't ask questions they get dumber right i mean that's what that's the way i think of like and i, I i'm all about god and, and religion but, I mean, there, I had so many questions growing up that I thought that I was a bad person if I asked those questions. I thought right. I was a bad person, didn't have faith, and was going to hell if I, if I asked why. Mm-hmm. How, really? Well, how do you know that that really happened? Right. Because it said so, and God said it, and so why don't we, why, why you know, I had so many questions. I was like, well, why don't we believe this in the Old Testament, but... Right. I'm able to wear two different cloths now, and it's okay. How come they used to get sa- murdered if they worked on the Sabbath, but we can actually do stuff? Like, I, I just had, I was so, and I was a religion minor. Well, and that's the same thing with. But religion. I had a lot, I always had questions that I suppressed because yeah. I, anytime I started those conversations, I was made to feel kind of like 
I wasn't godly. Well, and so you should be able to do that in your relationship as well. If somebody, yeah, if so your partner, if your spouse in. is doing, if your significant other is doing something that you don't understand, it's okay to question them. Like, why are you doing that? Like, you might not say it in that tone. I just said it, but you know what I mean. Well, you called me out. You did it the other day. I did. Yeah, you've done it a few times the last couple of weeks, which is good because I backed down. Because if you wouldn't have called me out, you would have got resentful, and I would have got more forceful with that attitude. Right, and when you call your spouse or your significant other out on something, the other person's by nature probably going to retaliate back a little bit and bite back, and that's okay. Right, that's fine. Absolutely, you're going to um, get defensive because you don't. If you're like me, you don't want to be wrong, and you right. want to be able to justify everything you do. And at the end of the day, you've called me out on things before, and I've bit back because I'm a biter. Okay, literally, figuratively, and literally speaking, she is a biter. Um, I am a biter. If Had somebody comes next for and, summer for, for like, <laughs> in the summer to work. No, when I was a little kid, I actually bit a kid in the um, nursery, and I bit him so hard he had to go get a stitch in his cheek. So I, I, I physically bite and I and I figuratively bite back. You guys who have been on my TikTok lives have seen some people come at me. I come back swinging. Like you come at me a little bit, I'm coming back harder. That's just my personality. So if he comes at me a little bit, I'm coming out swinging. Not, not physically swinging at him, but I'm going to bite back. Um, so... That's just my personality. The problem is, is when you get to this level, and I know a lot of a lot of people out there know this because they're in these relationships. We know how to get each other. We know how to like press that button. Right. And I'll do it just because. Sometimes. Oh, and we all do that. You know, she'll come at me. I'll make it a whole lot worse. Eventually, regret it. <laughs> but it's irresistible you know at the time it's irresistible yeah okay number 11 and this is a very good one and this is something that jeff and i need to do maybe a little bit more of um because we're both into social media so much it's my job per, part of my job actually but it's unplug often and this is so important and i need to do it more when you're face down get him i knew just me saying face down we get him Ass up. when you're face down into a phone or tablet or computer you can't see your partner and your relationship clearly when you're staring at the tv you can't talk about things that matter you need to unplug and you need to do it more often if you don't your relationship will always seem boring because you're never in tune to it um oh look they're, they're referring big brother we love big brother this show Big Brother is known for having live camera feeds. I know more people who watch the boring relationships on that show for hours than I do people who spend time together interacting in their own relationships. Some of my friends, whatever, okay, whatever. Here's the thing. I agree with this. And we, when we first started doing TikTok lives, um, we, mine would start at eight and would go on till forever. And I was finding myself turning it off after it could go till 10 or 10 30 11, 11 sometimes yeah, every and i night. would turn it off and i'm like i can't keep doing this because i turn it off we'd go to bed and i'm like no 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 this isn't happening i love my tiktok family but they're not cutting into our time like to spend together yeah because so we uh, we decided that you know that's why we cut it off at 9 30 98% of the time, we cut it off at 9.30 so we can have that hour and a half to spend together. Now, what we do in that hour and a half depends. We may watch a TV show, but we're watching it together. But here's my thing. I need to be better at when I turn my live off at 
Maybe I check all my stuff one more time and then I need to put my phone down and aside. But what I find myself doing is we're watching a show together, but I'm scrolling through or I'm on somebody else's live or I'm, you know, in, in Instagram or I'm doing this or I'm doing that and you're doing the same thing. We need to put our phones down well, by 10 and just say done for the night. Well, the, we did. We did. That's the for thing. a while. Well, but tick, like all this stuff with TikTok jumped in our life and it kind of messed us up. In that way, because we made a commitment at the beginning of the year that, okay, we want to connect more. Because last year we realized that that's what we did every night is we watch TV. We're on our phones at the same time. We're in the same room. We might even be up against each other, touching each other. But we didn't connect. And we realized that month after month after month went by and we didn't connect. So we said, okay, we'll watch our shows. We'll do what we've got to do on our phones. But at 10 o'clock... We connect. Right. We turn the TV off. We turn the phone, put the phone down, and we hang out and we chat. And we talk from 10 until 11 or whatever, and then we go to bed. Right. But then that all fell to the wayside. Well, because all this craziness started, and we ordered a special chair, and it didn't come in. It was going to be our cuddle chair. It was a huge – that may sound so corny to you guys, but I don't even really freaking care. It's – I like it. It's – listen, it may sound stupid, but Whatever. We ordered this big, huge, round chair, right? Remember the chair we ordered? From China. From China. China. From China. And I don't know what happened, but we never got it. I think I got scammed. I think you got scammed. Just like I probably am getting scammed on the yoga pants I ordered from China last night when I had too much wine. Um, But it was going to go right over here in between, like, we have an area where we have a sitting area, and then we have, like, our bed over here in our bedroom. It's going to go kind of right in the middle. So we were going to transition from whatever we were doing before 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, we were turning everything off except for maybe some music, putting our phones down, and for an hour, just sitting in that chair, hanging out, talking, whatever. So, Art, just to catch you up, if you just got on, our relationship in 2020 was hinging on... A giant <laughs> cuddle chair from China. <laughs> from China. That we're still waiting on that I ordered in probably January. We probably don't want it. It has probably its crone all over it. We can get one at Walmart. I say we go sometime before the weekend's over and we get – I saw on somebody's uh, story or something or somewhere on social media they had this amazing chair. Where did I see it? And I said, I love that chair. And they said they got it at Walmart for like a 100 and something dollars. Where did I see that? I don't remember where I saw it. We'll figure it out another time. Regardless of the chair or not, I think we need to go back to, I'm done at 930. So glad to hear you say that. Like, finish up what I'm doing, finish up what you're doing, and then we're, we're disconnected from anything electronic except maybe some music for an hour. We may sit and just talk. We may sit and just listen to music. We might not say a word to each other, but we're still just here together. We're not in our phones. We're not in our iPads. We're not in our computers. And spend a good 45 minutes to an hour just doing that. And then at 11, if it's like we're not tired yet, we can, I mean, if we want to throw something back on, if you want to watch a show, you know what I mean? Then we, whatever. But I think that it's so important to unplug. And I don't do it enough. I'm very guilty of that. I'm I'm very guilty of that. Um, I'm going to be the first to admit I really am. All right. Last point. And then then it's done. Uh, Point number 12 is don't... Don't buy into reality shows. I don't know where this is going to go. I talked about perception and comparing your relationship in this article and on how to fix a boring relationship. But I need to add that sometimes what you see is not really what is happening. I think reality shows have made reality 
much different than it is. The type of craziness and passion that can happen in reality shows is hard to compete, compare to in real life because a lot of times the people in the show know that they need to be exciting or their show will get canceled. And other times it's scripted. The people in reality shows may have a, may not have as much excitement as it seems in their real lives. They are showing you a small little frag, fragments of their life, usually the most exciting parts and then going on with their daily business of routine and boring stuff. I say this all the time. Um, I say this all the time in my, in my fitness industry. You can't judge everything you see on Instagram as 100% all the time. Okay, so the pictures you see, the things people put on Facebook, the things people put on Instagram, the pictures that they put, nobody's gonna put a bad picture on Instagram, right? More than likely. Right, you're gonna pick out your best picture. You're gonna pick out. I mean, what's sad is I see some I, bad pics. Okay, but I'm just saying. Sad. You know what I'm saying? Like today, I posted a picture on Instagram. I took me 17 different pictures before I. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're gonna put the best one on there. Everybody is. You so you can't judge. Not saying that the people who are putting these types of pictures on Instagram, it's not them, but. You just gotta be careful. What the situations you, what you, see. The, you you post your birthdays, you post your celebrations you post when you get a new car you post when you get a new house you put you know so you take so the the image is that gosh i wish i had that life it's so great but you don't right. even know that behind the you know behind the instagram is the 98 percent of their life they're not showing you which right. is just like most families there's struggle there's serious issues going on right with children or in the relationship or whatever which is not i mean Nobody wants to celebrate that. No. So Instagram, a lot of times, is escape, too, and, and Facebook and all that stuff. It's escape from your, your torment. Right, but a lot of people will look at, at relationships and families and say, oh, my gosh. they." Ha Somebody said that to me, oh, gosh, it was week, maybe even months ago. It's like, I see you. Oh, it was it was Anthony at the gym. He's like, oh, I see you on, on Instagram and, and wherever, and you guys are just all happy and just seem to always get along. I'm like, what? No, but I'm not going to put us when we're fighting on there and when I'm yelling at the kids and when the kids are being disrespectful and when Jeff's just... being grouchy or when I'm being grouchy. Of course that stuff happens, but you don't put that out there all the time. Yeah, she never goes, hey, hey, Jeff, Jeff, you're being, we're being really grouchy and we're fighting Louie. Grab your, grab your phone. Put it on the, put it on the tripod. We got to get this. Yeah. I mean, I think that, listen, we Except had, a, listen, we did have a real moment on our live one night. Can we talk about this for a second? Mm -hmm. No? Okay. Okay. Do we want to talk about this? I mean, I'm just going to say, we had a real moment once on our live. and they, Well, it was my moment. It doesn't matter if it was you or me. Ooh, yeah. But, I mean, I think that that night people saw, yeah, this is real. This is a real relationship. Um, I just ended it abruptly because Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he got mad about yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. and walked off and left me there. And I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> okay, guess I'm going to go now. And it was real. And it, and it was raw. And, th and that's what we want. You know, we don't want, we don't, my battery, my computer just died. And like, most, and like most situations and relationships, it's the needle and the, you know, the, the, the final straw, whatever that, yeah. you know, there's other stuff and it's build up and, you know, you, you, you let it out. Yeah. In the wrong place sometimes. Yeah. So you do have to be careful by, you know, comparing your life, comparing yourself, comparing who you are to what you see on social media or what you see on reality shows, because it's true. It's not all 100% reality, because what happens when the camera's off? 
what happens, you know what I mean, behind the scenes. So just be careful with that. But anyway, that was that was the end of the article. I hope it helped. I hope you all try some of these things out. Um, try some of these points out. See what happens. Play some games. Do some sexting. Embrace yeah. embrace the uniqueness of your partner. Go on some creative dates. Do some of these things and see if your relationship, it doesn't mean you have a bad relationship if you feel like your relationship is boring or kind of stale. It doesn't mean you're with the wrong person. I think you might, might have, have a normal relationship. It's 100% and normal. That's that's the problem is people think, oh, I fell out of love or I just this isn't, well, maybe. I mean, there's usually a reason for that. Right. And if both parties are trying, and the thing is, is when it's about the other person, you know that's the hard part. Is is I think a lot of people it's they're they're they they only I'm being screwed over on this. I do so much more than that person. You start seeing it that way instead of saying okay, even though you feel that way, why don't you try to get the you know try to take care of that person, see if maybe it changes things. Right. It seems like that's the way it goes with us when we're fighting. It's funny how when I'm so dead set on not letting up how much worse it gets for both of us because she's not but it seems like when i'm like i see your side i'm sorry i know and then she's like maybe not immediately maybe later and this goes for both sides she's like yeah i didn't need to do that though you know it's like you both kind of get come to this place where you want to meet in the middle rather than when you want to just dominate And and i trust me i've done it you've done it everybody's done it where it's like, no, I'm not letting off. I'm not letting off the gas on this. On this. And sometimes, yeah, the other person's hundred percent wrong. But right. yeah, sometimes rubbing their face in it too much can create some it's, bad I mean, things in the future. I know, but it's kind of fun for a minute. It like because is, you're so oh, very rarely me. wrong. You're so very rarely wrong. Oh, now we're gonna and, start. And you're gonna you, start? No, I'm just saying. You know, like usually when we're fighting, it's something stupid that I've done, or I've picked at you, or I've done this, or I've done. And you're usually the right one. And so, like when there's that moment where like you were an asshole, and it was not me being a bitch, it was you actually being an asshole, or you I've been were an wrong. Asshole plenty well, of I know times. you have. I and I have. But I'm just saying, I like to relish in that for just a minute. <laughs> like just a minute. Yeah. Can you say that one more time that you were being an asshole? One more time. Can you say I was right one more time? Yeah, you've been right. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean. So anyway, that's that. I think we're done here with this podcast. I think it was a good one. Done, son. I think that you should try some of these out and see if it doesn't, you know, get your relationship popping. 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 Get your relationship. You should title this podcast, Get Your Relationship Popping. Back to back. I'm going to put it back to back. Because there's two parts, back-to-back. I like it. Back-to-back thumb wrestling sessions. Now you're asking too much. All right, that's enough. Goodbye.